watermelon is popping. Tell you right now, I love my melon. There's actually 50 shades of melon. Legalize it. Yeah. Melanin. <laughs> oh gosh okay guys welcome welcome back to another episode of highly melanated <laughs> okay pj here is she baby this time it is red not last time but this time <laughs> <laughs> and and i'm still blair all right for sylvia blair <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're here, guys. We're back. We're back for another episode. Um, this is our ninth episode. Number nine. Special number nine. Y'all ever saw Love Potion number nine? I have. Love Potion number nine is like an old um, 80s movie where somebody drinks something and all they got to do is just whisper. And whoever was in ear view of the opposite sex or something, I think it was Would partially the same. We're falling in love. So yes. all you guys listening dangerous. to us. You know, right? <laughs> got like a mob of angry people coming okay, after like, you. Oh, there's Blair. No, for real. You had to, it's it's a really it's a cheesy movie, movie but it it's is. really good. That I love it. Wait, is Sandra yeah. Bullock Bedazzled, in that? Yes, yes. Okay. I believe so. I believe so. I, okay. If I'm not mistaken, I think, um, I think I that I've, was her I've first heard of it movie. Before, but I'm pretty so. sure it was Sandra Bullock. Um, what is this butter? I do not see. <laughs> so, guys, if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Liquid vibranium. <laughs> welcome, welcome, guys. Um, I hope you have fun listening to us. As you can see, we are a bunch of <laughs> fools. <laughs> but you know something? We just have fun. If you're back uh, for the second, third, fourth, fifth, seventh, eighth, and now ninth time. Shout out to you because you're the real MVP. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you so much. P. You get a hug. I will hug you personally. Okay, okay. And it, and um, for those of you who have been asking about this little, uh, how we start the show, it actually is very much off the trip, off the rip. We just start it and do it and have fun. Because that's what life is about. Life is about what? Having fun, enjoying the moment. Living in the moment. Yeah, the now. And shea butter. And, and but shea hope. butter. Mm, mm, shea butter. So we are highly melanated. All right, yeah, we are. And we are melanating your speakers. Here comes a brand new flavor in your ears. 
drop, drop, drip, drop, drop, all up in your ear. Drop, Got it. Drop, drop. Oh gang, God. Body gang, body gang. <laughs> All right, so we have this thing where you know, since our show, what we do here is we actually give you some food for thought. So we're we we right now are gonna start off with our little quick little appetizer, and we're just gonna go around the room and just. So we had a bonus episode that was Pride. Uh, for we released it on. Yes, honey. Happy, happy Pride. How you doing? Happy, happy Pride. Pride. What I need you to do is say it right, because you gotta go. Uh, wait, 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 wait. It's gotta oh, come from Damn. the it's, diaphragm. It's because this is this is. Oh, <clears throat> it's gotta come from Go deep ahead. within. Ooh, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, so how was your past? <laughs> So we're going to go around the room and just talk about our last couple of days since <laughs> we were just here. So how was your last, uh, Blair? How did how was your... Uh, Jesus, I got to remember what I did the last couple well, of days. Well, remember, see, look, I'm trying to learn because, you know, before somebody was a little complaining because they were in my eyes. Oh, like, okay, because so I was definitely at looking at you like, <laughs> you picked my ass again. I was like... <laughs> I wasn't even looking up, so I missed that. Oh. Uh. Um... My last couple of days have been good. Uh, oh, one of my best friends was in town this weekend. So I got to see her and hang out with her. And that was just always very special. We always have a great time when we're together. And we realized that the last time we actually saw each other was back in October. We were like, how the hell did we let so much time go by before we actually like laid eyes wow. on each other again? Um, and so I was talking to another friend about like how she was in town. They're like, oh, well, you haven't seen her in so long. You must have had a lot to catch up on. I was like, no, not really, because we talk every day. So we're like caught up on each other. But we just hadn't seen each other and spent time in the same physical space. So mm-hmm. we did what we did best. Um, we went to go eat. <laughs> we did that. A couple of times, and uh, it's the way you said it. Yummy. We did what we do best. We did what we do best. We I went mean, to go eat. It's just the one that you said when you guys hugged. It really wasn't like a goodbye. It was like, no, oh, was see you later. No, this oh, is a different. I have okay. like, I have like a, a group of girls that I just all refer to as like my best friend. I understand. Come on, popularity. <laughs> I I don't know if it's all that. I just I, when I love, I love hard. She found <laughs> her Kendrick souls. That's um, all that is. So yeah, this she lives in North Carolina, um, and we met when I actually used to live in North Carolina. Oh, nice! And it's funny, like we became so close so quickly, and then again, looking back on it, like we actually only legitimately spent maybe about like six months together, but it felt like sixteen years, you know. So I always say that she's like ruined me for like other friendships because I'm like, well, what? I just ah, anyway. Uh, but yeah, so she was here and we went to go eat a couple of times, which was great. Um, we also went to our favorite little dessert spot, um, Levain's Bakery. Have you guys been to Levain's? I think a long Get your time. life. I don't need to get it together. She's actually pointing us as she's saying this. Yes, she is. You get your life. You get your life. You get your life. You're freaking accosting me with your finger. Stuff like that. Oh my God, Yushi, this will change your mind. This will change your mind. It's so, like, they make. So when I first moved to New York, I was looking up like all the things that like I wanted to do here. And one of them was like, oh, you have to visit like this voted best bakery in all of New York. Oh. And so I was like, okay. So then I started looking them up on their Instagram and started seeing their cookies. I was like, oh, well, we absolutely. It's so good. You guys, I can't say enough good things about this place. It's it's so worth it. Each cookie is four dollars. It's worth it in every Way, shape. You better go ahead and give the, them. Give them. Look, um, veins. Look. Hey. Okay. <laughs> this is free promo for y'all because I believe in what you're doing at your bakery. Okay, I believe in it. And if you want to throw me a free cookie here or there, I'm not gonna be mad about that. Anyway, that's what we did this weekend. It I gotta great. be honest on that note. I gotta shout out Calandras in Newark. If you're from Jersey, you know what I'm talking about. Wait a minute. What do you know about that? What? 
They know you shoot in Brick City. Wait, have you ever you do you remember were you there for Cooper's? Of Deli? course. The sandwiches? Are you crazy? Yes! Who was they, it? They're gone now though. I know, yeah, I know. Oh my god, those pastrami on right. Those pastrami on right. Them shits was like But they do have they a were spot so in the big. It, they they were have a spot so in East Orange good. now yeah. that makes sandwiches like that. That's one of the like, Sandwiches like Unlimited off of yeah, off Williams. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. sandwiches unlimited, but it ain't Cooper's. Yeah, yeah no, it ain't nothing else. Nothing will ever be Cooper's. That I'm telling you niggas niggas would get off of work. Because I'm definitely on I mean, like, what I, I want was, some. No, it was really, really mm. good. Like, they'll be on rye and like, just imagine a sandwich exactly. like this big. And when I say this big, Eight guys, I'm, I'm holding. Bigger uh, than somebody's. And just filled with meat. Just dripping greasy. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so how was your week, Red? End. Weekend. <laughs> Weekend. <laughs> wow. I didn't really do anything. I just, um, I, you know, like I have mentioned before, it is really just about relaxing. But I will say this. Um, Mr. PJ Ryan over there pointed this out. <gasps> he has and a it's red getting spot worse. Oh, God. Oh. Why is it what? getting worse? What so, happened? This is red spot above his. So that's why I wanted to take off my shades now. Now, I, now the eye. truth is out. <laughs> Left eye what? above the iris yes. in the white what area. Happened? It's like red. What um, That's it, a, that is a blood clot. It is a blood clot. That's so mean. That's why y'all was Say saying that. Blood clot. All all before this, he was saying blood clot this and blood clot that. And so. That's why y'all was saying that. What happened? I don't know. No, no, no. It's um no. It's just all it is is just a, a hemorrhaging in the eye. So it happened. It must have happened sometime today because I didn't see it when I when I woke up. And it, it's just a blood clot. It, it bursts. It's in your eye. And your eye vessels cannot um, actually um, absorb the blood fast enough. So it'll be there for the next two, three weeks. He looks like a, he looks like a mutant. You know? Maybe I have superpowers. Maybe you do. Have can you, you tried like, Try, to ooh, do like ooh, X-ray ooh, vision yeah. or something? Can, can don't you don't look at my How neck. big no, are my no, no, areolas? No. How big are mine? Wow. He's really, he's really trying to actually look at this. Wait, wait, wait. Is, wait. Oh, wait. And he's using is, an Altoid. Are you using, <laughs> is it this it, or are you no, doing no, no, this I, is I, the I, diameter? No, no, no. This, this is, this is it. <laughs> and then this is the nipple. Okay, so. Okay, how's mine? Okay, um, I can't even describe this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. So, wait. Oh, okay. Oh, not boy. even close. Not even not close. Even close. She, has big, every, she has big every. Uh, she has big ovaries. What makes you think? Does she just? Flash? How do you know she has big uh, ovaries? Yes. She told us yes, she has big ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when she introduced herself from the very beginning? She's know. like, you know, I had big ovaries. Oh. You know. So, uh, my, so, night, my life is complete now. <laughs> the wonderful thing about me is, uh, you know, I have like a memory like an elephant. I never forget anything. Um, so my week, it's my weekend was pretty okay. I'm gonna let them just have their fun for a half a second. People flashing body parts in the studio and shit. <laughs> Blair and I on the other side looking with our, with oh our hands God, crossed. Over here just flashing Why nips you got to tips? be calling me out though? Because I had because people can't Because the people see, need uh, to know. They can't see <laughs> they what's don't going need on. To know that. <laughs> All right, so I'm hot now. we damn sure was comparing. I, be, I bet you it. are hot now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hot too, so Oh my god. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? My weekend was my weekend was great. Uh, <laughs> when I woke up with a chunky face on the right side of my face because I had need a root chunky. canal, looking like two tons looking of fun, like and it's going on. Chunky big old hoops. Chunky <laughs> 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 We had we had ailments going on, but I you know so here's the thing. So before I had a, I had uh, when I when I worked for that um, wonderful place I used to work for Rest in Peace NYU Lango Medical Center, um, I had great dental insurance. Excellent. And then, I think I said this before, and then next thing you know, I don't, so now that insurance is gone, so now I have like a form of Medicaid, which is not the best insurance. I think I talked about this before when I went the first time. Oh, okay. Um, When I went the first time to see another dentist, and they... Their equipment was just like he, all shaded and stuff. He's like, "Oh, we can't see that you've had any work done." I'm looking at the machine and he's like about to actually like start drilling or start you pick up a machine. I'm saying, "So, what I'm going to need you to do, brother, is just write me a prescription and then I'm going to go." Did you clap? 
No, just no, nah, just a nod. Nah, what I need for you to do. <laughs> because this, <laughs> in this, case you didn't know what that meant. But I went to this plot that's on uh the one that's by or um, in in your area. So they actually did really well. They, however, I have this thing where if I don't speak Russian, I don't speak these languages. What, what I'm gonna need you to do? There we go. <laughs> there we go. That's a little bit more offensive to me. It's like I mean they she they the the, the, the actual dentist um it was the dental hygienist who was doing that the the, the assistant. Yeah. Um, they cleaned my teeth and all that other stuff, and then after that, then the dentist who came in, she was nice. She's actually Hispanic, and she was, you know, she was really cool. So now I'm now I'm a little I'm a little sad because I can't like drink drink because I'm on like antibiotics now. How was your How was your week? I relaxed. Like I had a chance to meditate and relax and pray, and that for me is like the world because I've grounded myself. So yeah. I just worked and meditated and relaxed and watched 13 Reasons on Netflix. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Sounds like I, a great I, weekend. How are you, you, you oh, like yeah. The, AKA, I'm, I'm single. I ain't got no man. So I, I, I don't do so much uh, stuff. We're going to do something a little different, y'all. We're going to actually, you know, crush some ice and put this in this little drink that we have here. Some of us have alcoholic drinks. One does not. I do not. <laughs> I'm, I am the one. Clink, clink. So everybody is aware. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have this question around. So, Yushi, uh, what's the, what's, what's yeah? Give us that. Question. So I had this weird dream last night that I was like in the past or the future past. I don't know. So check this out. If there was like a different era or decade, time frame, planet that uh, you at this moment can choose to experience or live, where where would it be? What would you do? Would it like? Where would it be? What would you do? Who are you? Are you a male? Are you a female? Do you have kids? You know. Wow, this is so deep. I'm I am a plant. <laughs> <laughs> I am a rock. Sorry. Red is always something different. <laughs> when I say different, I mean different. <laughs> you know, I've thought about this before, and I've always said that I would love to live in the 20s. Minus the racism, I know that's right, and segregation. Come on, I like the out. I would. I want to be a flapper girl, just with the short little haircut and the little flapper dress and the <laughs> dancing, and like I want to live in 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 the era of the Great Gatsby. Like I would just love to go to like. I could see that for you. I would love it. Definitely see that for you. I would love it. It just looks so so excited. It just looks so glamorous and so fun and just so carefree and and, you know and the the the, the outfits and just oh I love it. And they had like small little kitten heels that they wore. Like the heels weren't like the six five inch heels that women have to wear today that I don't subscribe to. It was a little tiny little kitten heel and I can get with that. That was the era when men used to actually throw their jackets over Um, the puddle. Exactly for you to walk over. over. I never got it, but it was a sweet I wasn't gonna say I was like I don't Yeah. All right, cool. That would be mine. (laughs) That would be mine. What about you, Red? How about you, boo? So, um, for me, the time era that I would want to live in is actually not even happened yet. I would actually like to be in the future. Um, I am. When? I'm I'm a nerd. Like, way in the future where, like, there's, 3, like, 000, space. 5,000? So, like okay. Earth so, future? right. Star, Star Trek future. Because the yes. reason why is Earth because. Earth or non-Earth? It could be Earth or Milky non-Earth. Milky Way Galaxy? Non-Milky Way Galaxy. Well, we still haven't explored the Milky Way galaxy, so sure, Milky Way galaxy. They haven't. We have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Sorry, wait. What? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? She was like, "What did she exactly. say?" Exactly. No, for me, it's um. I've always enjoyed one of the things. I actually was just talking to a friend about this, and one of the things that I would love to to do more often is travel. But when we think about travel in the present day and time, it's it's very confined, right? Like I'm gonna go to France and Paris. That's still all on this earth. I would love to travel, see other alien beings, other alien creatures. Um, I'm a nerd, Yay! so I just lo- I just love the whole notion of like. Do you love Star Trek? That's not I do. Nerd-ish. I love I am Star Trek. I'm a Trekkie too. I am a Trekkie, but that's not nerdish. Live long and prosper. What? Live long and prosper. That's not. Yes, for all four of us. Oh, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. There, I had it. No. Though. Oh, so I, this is my sign. <laughs> You're doing it. Right. <laughs> you like, no, like, let me correct Star you. Trek, this is my sign. This is my sign. Untuck Sorry. This is my sign. Okay. Yeah, I know. Bow to the bow. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Crickets. All right. Okay. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so. It's okay. 
we we're, we're sitting here. We're doing the the, uh, the the Vulcan the Vulcan live, greeting. Live long and prosper. So like that's a Yushi greeting. And, and then and then Yushi's doing her own Greek re- greeting where she's putting the two fingers together. Don't tell nobody. This is my secret. Oh, thing. I, I'm joking. <laughs> You are in rare form today. Please go. I'm sorry. Okay. I just, all right. But that's what I would like to do. I would like to be, I would like to travel. I would like to be like an engineer on like a, on, it's part of Starfleet. Like, like I just want Ugh. to just know that we've passed all of the, the need Our for like money and just, right. Mm-hmm. To, to explore, explore strange, strange new worlds. worlds. To seek out new life and new civilization. But please to know To boldly go where no, no man, man has gone before. And if you notice in the later episodes, they changed it <laughs> to to boldly go where no one has gone no before. Right. There are women and on the absolutely, ship. Absolutely, absolutely. And a lot of the captains in Star Trek were, were women. women. So yes, absolutely. So you, so, right. so you really want to be the homeboy in outer space? Absolutely. I'm with you. You on won't that. be the only uh, one. Look, yeah. you won't be the only one. <laughs> you will not be the only one. You gonna land either. on the planet and be like, well, damn, black folk is everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> Weird word. No, look. But it's I, not I geek, it's, it's not a nerd to want to be a part of Starfleet. No, 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 no. I, I think by like definition of like what nerd is, nerdism is. I know. I look. I have no problem being a nerd. There's nothing wrong but with that's being not a nerd. So what is nerdish? We're all like a little dorky. I don't know, but being a part of Starfleet <laughs> is not nerdish. It's intelligence. If intelligence is nerdish, then jocks um. are. Need need to just jump off cliffs because hey. that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the way my face right. just said, right. "Hey, no," but I'm saying like just because you're smart doesn't mean you're a nerd. Like that's right, dumb. Right, right, that, that's right, all right. I'm saying. No, that's no, no, not I, nerdish. Because I'm not a nerd, but I'm into Star Trek all the way. I used to want to be an astrophysicist, for example. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Oh my god, so bad. So speaking of that, my era would be totally like on on serious A and B. <laughs> okay. I'd be off this planet exploring some other planet somewhere sector else. A, sector B. Yeah. Um, my soul would not be in this body because this body can't handle outer space. So I'd be in some type of form that can handle outer space, and I'd be gone. I have my space boots on. Way. Put my space uh-huh. boots on. I'm out. And then that's it. But then I'd come down to Earth real quick, just like that. You know, like I'd land, mm-hmm. um, like in Prometheus, and then I'd come to the 70s. Ow, Without the racism, like it. you said, and then I'd be in it. Get down on it. <laughs> okay. With the bell bottoms and everything. But check this out. It has to be Get the 70s yes. with no disease. Oh, well. Okay. So I can enjoy Good luck, free girl. love and drugs. I was like, well. You know, <laughs> you know, you know Seth, you're taking out a lot right now. Good luck with that. Right, no but racism, wait, okay. no disease. We ask it a lot. Okay. No racism, no disease. No. <laughs> it don't matter. 70s porn was the best porn. I'm just saying that would be my era. I'd be out traveling. And I'm like, me, I, I love being on a farm and having tending to my cock. Like, I'm sorry, I got it. Oh, oh my god. god, we don't have cocks. Okay. Oh, I don't. I just. I, I, just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to travel. To if I had to pick a time for myself, I think I would honestly like have to be in the same era, but more on the Harlem Renaissance era. Oh, in the same era as me, in yeah. the 20s. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was just something about being a bunch of those writers and yes. I just wanted to, to, to be in the same club. room with some of them and just like gain their knowledge. And some of those photos, those photos of them, number one, I love. I can see you as like a Langston Hughes type yes, character. Yes, something I love three-piece suits. Mr. Hughes. So when I said. Harvey? With the pocket watch? No, not no, Sexy no, Harvey. No, 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 no. <laughs> I still, no. look, I bought this hat. What? I bought this hat from um, in Harlem from Flame Keepers, um, Hat Flame Keepers Club. I'm not sure if that's the actual name of it, but it's, I'm still waiting to wear it. It's like an old. Why wait? Hat. It's wear nice it now. Too. No, because it, no, this is this is one of those hats you wear like once or twice a year. Like it's 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 fly. Wear it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that's actually where I would want to be, minus the racism. Look. I mean, because my whenever I answer that question, I always say in the future because there weren't many options for us back then. So. I would rather. Well, that's why I have to put that caveat in there. <laughs> yeah, that's really important. It's okay. really important. It looks like it was a dope ass time. However, <laughs> however, and, and the dope ass time. It wasn't for a dope ass time for everybody. Right, right, right. I know that's right. All right, so now we're where we. That was a good drink. That was mm, mm. whiskey, bourbon, apple juice. <laughs>
Oh, you ain't drinking anything? <laughs> well, I was going to say something, but then I was like, let me not say it. Okay, so, so he ain't drinking nothing. He's drinking air. He's pretty much. So like, so it's time for the main course, y'all. And I think Ray wants to introduce the main course. What you serving, Bone? What you cooking? Oh, entree, entree, entree. Um, so one of the things that, um, you know, when we come together, um, Highly Melanated Crew, one of the things that we talk about is all the things that are affecting us both in community, both on a, I guess, on a micro level, microscopic level and on a macroscopic level. And one of the things that we want to focus on locally is actually gentrification. So I guess my question to you guys is, um, how do you feel about gentrification? Because I think when we look at gentrification you have a lot of pushback from a lot of different people saying that they don't want their neighborhoods to change they're seeing people that doesn't necessarily look like them come into play um you're getting all these like crazy businesses but i think the bottom line is um looking at just the displacement of our community so what is it that what what do you feel how do you feel about gentrification um yushita Nicole, I'm the only one who has been living in New York for like half a second. So coming from <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> coming from New Jersey, um, because we actually have it there too. It started yeah. it here in Harlem, and I noticed it in Newark, and I'm also noticing it in Brooklyn. Um, but in um, in in New Jersey, it's like. When Sharp James came out of office and Cory Booker came into office as the mayor of Newark, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, all of the properties were being bought up by Orthodox Jews. Mm-hmm. Um, they were coming in and they were buying the properties, and then who they were renting it didn't look like us because then it became credit checks and it became all these things. And then a part of gentrification in Newark, they also knocked down a lot of um, the projects. The reason why Newark was called Brick City in the first place because it had a bunch of brick projects. So it was Prince called, Street projects. Basically, it was called Brick City because of the projects. So a lot of the projects, when they got knocked down, they built townhouses. And when they built the townhouses in their places, what they did was they said, we're going to knock down these. We're going to rebuild townhouses. We're going to give you guys the first option to come back. Bam. They come back. Oh, by the way, we're doing a credit check. 95% of those people could not get those apartments and they had to go to other towns. So mm-hmm. what they've been doing is the spillage has been going over into Irvington and East Orange and Elizabeth mm-hmm. um, from out of Newark because what's happening is Newark is being bought up, especially downtown. Like right now, if you can get in Newark, downtown Newark and get a get yourself anything that you can like lease or own, it's the ideal time because in five years from now, downtown Newark is going to be a very, very different place than what we know it to be. Mm-hmm. So now with Ros Baraka in there, um, I'm not in Newark, so I really can't speak of the environment today. But I know that he's all about um, black people and the furtherment of of um, of us within the community. So I know that they do now have like programs for like first time home buyers that, that mm-hmm. are black who yeah. can get homes like really easy. But gentrification was really starting to take over Newark in a big way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then currently, like where I am right now, um, for example, when I used to come on Flatbush in high school, Flatbush was um, the Caribbean when I used to come in high school. Now it's um, the Caribbean-ish. Um, Very-ish. There's, there's, there, there's a lot of... Um, there, there are a lot of different people there now. <laughs> um, okay. I'm not just seeing one type of person there now. Yeah, I'm not just seeing, you know, mama with the bags and you have to help mama cross the street. That's the best way I can explain. I'm trying not to be rude. Oh my god! So when I, <laughs> so being originally from Brooklyn, yes, um, please. Uh, and we've moved so much from. We are originally from Brownsville, from Brownsville to Brown, Brownsville to Bedside, from Bedside to East New York, from East New York to East Flatbush. I mean, not East Flatbush for to Flatbush, to, from Flatbush to Prospect, um, Lefferts. No, not. Prospect. No, because now it's called Prospect. Prospect Lefferts Gardens. Yeah, from Prospect Heights. Flatbush. And then from Prospect Heights to <laughs> from Prospect Heights to uh, Jersey. So when we lived in Prospect Heights, that was, and this was in 1996. This is when it started to change colors. <laughs> we started to see other other races and everything move in slowly and slowly. Flatbush back in the day extended from Grand Army Plaza mm-hmm. all the way down to past where I'm at, I'm at even now, 
going all the way, yeah, actually to where I'm at now. It has changed to Prospect Heights, Park Slope, well, East Park Slope, South Park Slope, or South Slope to Prospect Leffert's Gardens, to Prospect Dittmas, Park South, Prospect Park, South, Park, Dittmas Park, Midwood, yeah. you know, and like really? it's, I mean, and it's just, it, that that's what they're going to continue to do. And so what happens is they're going to continue to move people out of the uh, of these neighborhoods that we built. And see, that's the issue is that when they come in, they want to call the cops on you. And it's like, but I, nobody I, asked you to come here. already here. So if I'm not doing nothing wrong, what's the problem? If you don't like it, then maybe you should go somewhere where that doesn't happen mm-hmm. and leave me in my peace. Blair, you was about to. Yeah, I just want to take it back just a step because. Coming from my perspective, so not not originating or not being born or growing up in a a big city like a New York or Chicago or an L.A. or something like that. Gentrification was something that you always heard about. And being black, you always heard about it in a negative kind of connotation. But you never or at least I never until I moved here really understood what gentrification actually was. And so I know if I feel that way, I know other people listening might even feel that way too. So just like the actual, and you guys can correct me on this if I'm wrong, because like I said, my own research, just trying to understand it. From my research, true gentrification is actually referred to as the process by which a higher income or like higher status people relocate to a lower income or urban neighborhood with the purpose of taking advantage of those low property Property values um, in that area. And typically, typically, those areas of low income or urban neighborhoods are disproportionately occupied by black or brown people. And it's usually white people who are coming in and investing financially in the neighborhood and then that's just the the definition of gentrification but then there's all of the the issues that gentrification causes it causes displacement it it causes um and then the other thing is like people get it confused with revitalization so gentrification and revitalization are not the same thing no No, not at all and I i think that that's something that is a, a common mistake. Um, people are like, "Oh, well, you see, like new, new shops going up, and 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 new stores, and new restaurants, and you know, it's revitalizing the neighborhood. It's bringing business in. It's bringing people to the neighborhood. It's raising my rent. But but revitalization <laughs> usually takes place by the people um, already in, in that community. Right. Thank you. Who are building it from the bottom up, who are who are doing it on their level and bringing it up. And mm-hmm. then the main the main caveat of revitalization is that it's not displacing the people that already live there. It, they can still afford to live there. So, gentrification is when higher income people come into a lower income area and basically raise the rent. So that way people who have been there for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 decades of years can't afford to live there anymore. Mm-hmm. I think I just feel like that's important to like point out just because like I said, like when I coming from a, a non, you know, um, urban. urban big city um, c- city. I grew up in Ypsilanti, Michigan. White town. White town. White town. Say down. You <laughs> better. Go, go, <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, like gentrification was something that you heard about, but didn't really know about. And like I said, being black, you always heard about it in a negative kind of way. So like I knew I was supposed to be upset about gentrification, but no one actually really like took the time to explain to me why you should be upset about it. Um, and so I was really excited to talk about this topic today because I went and like looked at a couple of different like websites and this, that, and the third. And there's this really awesome TED Talk um, by a professor at the University of Illinois. His name is Stacy Sutton. If you guys are interested in learning more about 
gentrification and why it happens and where it happens and what you can do to kind of help combat it. Like I suggest listening to this TED talk. I was really, I felt really empowered by it. Um, when we left, remember when we left the studio last time, mm -hmm. you know, and then we we were walking down the street mm -hmm. and, you know, I was screaming at everybody, cuddle monster. And there's this, this, this lovely uh, Sarah was walking down the street, putting mm -hmm. the new building on the street. I'm glad you brought that up because I want to sure talk was. about this. I want to talk about the new this. Flyers okay. About these new so high rises. Okay. you guys. So here's the thing. So and this is also one of my one of my things, too, is I feel that people should always get all the facts before we pass judgment. So. What did you guys think about the that that she was doing? I can't make judgment off of that without knowing yeah, the full know, information to be honest. But what did you just say? What Sarah as far as putting up the buildings, putting up the flyer for the the, the new buildings that was coming up. Yes. That was incorrect then. I'm yes. Assuming. It is. You guys, I looked at so uh, we I think we all had the same initial kind of just outer thought was but like you know they were we, advertising I, I, for I, affordable housing or new luxury like high-rise buildings. I looked at the website. They're actually advocating to to stop um, this high rise project that's supposed to be going up in Fort Greene. Mm -hmm. Like they are like advocating to like stop this because they say it's killing the neighborhood. You're putting up this, you know, this luxury high rise building in the middle of like this residential like area. So like they were a group that was trying to stop this from happening. And I think we all Kind well, of that was well, well, that was also based I, on I her. That was also some based. Of us don't you dare. Right, but no, her. wait. That was also based on her wait, her her, her uh, reaction or her Thank interaction you. with us because I that. she she gave us like she the serious like yeah. She remember she only talked to me. That's why we. That's why we but were. I only talked to her. Did you guys talk to her? See Actually, what had I, happened was that you got to understand. I keep telling you, we East Coast niggas. See, here's my thing. I I and maybe I get difference. I always You're feel like if you, I don't, I don't even think it's that. I feel like I, I okay. So if I am approachable, like I, I wanted a flyer. Mm -hmm. I went up to her and said, "Can I have a flyer?" She said, "Sure. How many do you want?" I said, "Just one is fine." She gave me the flyer. We went along our business. I don't, I didn't feel like there was any kind of. I said hello to her, and she just looked at me, and then just kept putting the thing back up. So oh. yeah, just like ignored me. I did too. Yeah. So this was this was the point. So it's like. It's it's great when we have quote unquote air quotation allies, but you can't just be an ally for the community and not ally for the people in the community. Mm -hmm. So that's if hey, if, if if we felt differently about what if we were given the wrong impression, then what needs to be presentation is everything. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but, but to uh, just to her point, then presentation it's, it goes both ways. I mean, because I, I mean that's the only thing, and I, I'm just playing devil's advocate because out of the three people, I was the only one that was carefree about the situation. If y'all notice, but you always I, are. No, I and I tend to be, but mm -hmm. now I have an outside perspective, so that's what I'm just saying. Like it, it, it does go both ways. So, and I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I just want to make that clear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> point taken. Right. Point made. <laughs> Um, but, um, so, you know, Blair, you had mentioned, um, you know, just not necessarily being in New York and coming from an outside city to just kind of say that you, you never really experienced gentrification firsthand. I, I grew up and born and raised in Queens. So one of the things that were really interesting to me is that I always had like a very relatively diverse population around me because it was like you'd be on this block and it would be primarily Caribbean and you go to the next block and it would be mostly Hindu and then you go to the next block and it was like an Asian family. So like it was always very different for me. Um, you can molly rock on any block. Right. I mean, it, you know, it, it was a little bit more diverse and I, I think that allowed me to just like really look at the situation and say like what is the underlying issue so going back to what i was saying before it's the displacement aspect mm -hmm. so to your point what are we doing or what things can we do to ensure that um people are not uh, you know in this money grab because part of it is a money grab right the displacement happens because you have these landlords that they say well I'm only getting $700 a but month I from you get... but I could get $3000 a month from this one family. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start catering to a different group. And I don't think, I think some of it is shooting ourselves in the foot, but some of it is really 
you know, how do we prevent that from happening? How do we make sure that they ha- that they have a space? And so I, 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 I think that the number one way not to, not to just prevent it from happening, but making your voice heard is you have to go to your city councilman. councilman. Mm-hmm. You have to get involved. You have to find out. There are there are meetings all across the city, no matter what borough you're in, no matter what area of the country you're in. There are meetings. There are things that you can do to make your voice heard to yeah. to show yourself. Like when I get out, when I get off the train at the junction and I remember they were when they were talking about changing the whole Flatbush Junction to Midwood itself. Now, where I live is is actually technically called Midwood, and I'm in an area where it's major major um, major. I'm in an area where it's pretty pretty much predominantly Hasidic Jewish. So, I'm also the last one of the last buildings until it's just all houses. So all they have to do is the landlord who owns that building sells it, sells it, and then next thing you know, it's a completely different situation. I was feeling safe until st- until they have a drive-through Starbucks that just popped up, like maybe about like three blocks up from me. When the Starbucks, Starbucks comes in, no, drive-through, a Starbucks, Barnes and Noble, and a Starbucks, no, that's Starbucks and a bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but drive-through. That's yeah, when you know it was you fancy, it, the neighborhood huh? is changing. Yeah, um, like, and no. the once bring back the chicken shack. The once uh, liquor store is now a pharmacy. So I mean, it's just slowly changing. Um, but oh, the in order f- and and that's the only point I was making with there is that we have to actually get involved, and the only way to get involved is to find out. Get research. Stop complaining about it and saying, "Oh, I hate this. I hate this." Well, what are you going to do about it? What are you? What, what are your options? So find out what your options are, and then just start organizing, like they used to do back in the day. Community organizing still still exists. You know, I was just um like from the. Has anybody here seen the first season of uh, Spike Lee? She's got to have it mm-hmm. on Netflix. And so that was how they ended off the season because they were talking about. Um, gentrification, gentrification. In, yeah. in Fort Greene. Yeah. Um, in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. Yes. And I mean, and, you know, having been on part of, you know, in the production now, uh, it's continuing that that whole streamline. And it's just like amazing when you're like listening to it and you're like in it and then you see it and then you actually physically see yeah. it because it's actually real life. It's hard, though, when yeah. you're fearful of, well, I know me personally, I'm fearful of being a part of the problem and not part of the solution. So when I first moved here to New York, I lived in a, you know, a, a, a brand new, well, okay, I lived in a luxury building. The thing about my building, though, it was, it's, it was in, it's in Brooklyn, um, in Flatbush, mm-hmm. and then because of, you know, marketing and, you know, real estate, whatnot, they, they're trying to call that neighborhood Prospect Park South. It's Flatbush, okay? Um, but I lived in that building when I first moved here, and the thing that kind of made me feel okay about it was it wasn't a you know a brand new building that they built like from the ground up, like they like knocked out like houses or something to like put that building there. It used to be the old Brooklyn Hospital that was there. I know you're from Brooklyn, so do you you know the know hospital exactly. that was there, I, like right I'm... there on um, Parkside. Right at the south entrance of the yeah, park. Yeah, I know where that yeah, is, I know exactly yeah. where. It, yeah. So it used to be. It was a hospital that's been closed by the, for, by the circle that goes into. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's no. No. The other, no. The, the other side. The circle that goes into Fort Hamilton Parkway and. On it's the down other side. at the other end. Of by, it. by the McDonald's. So it's yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. By the, yeah, by the McDonald's. Near where I was at. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like um, Parkside and Ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was this hospital that has been out of business for. I don't, I don't, God knows how many years. So instead of just having that be just unused real estate, they turned it into apartments, which is like, okay, like you're doing something productive with that building. But you know, it's a luxury building and it had a doorman and you know, it was one of, it's a, I miss living there. It was a really nice building. So when I first moved in there, I was kind of, I was internally struggling with myself because I was like, am I part of the problem? Am I part of the gentrification problem? But like I said, like it was a building that that they didn't like build from scratch. They didn't knock out, you know, houses or anything to 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 build that building there. The thing is though, is because the rent at that building was higher, it did increase the property value around that building. So personally I don't know what it did for the other buildings or the other apartments that were like in that area. So like I said, like I 
struggle with it internally. And then at the same time, too, you know, I'm an actress. I'm, a, I'm an actress. I'm a model. I don't make, you know, the kind of money that I used to make when I did work in corporate America. So I am continuously applying for these housing lotteries. Right, so okay. I'm on it. Every day I'm applying for these brand new luxury high rise buildings that they're building all over the city and all over Brooklyn. But again, I'm struggling with myself. I'm like, am I being part of the problem I had by a, by wanting to live here? I had a really long conversation with my um, one of my aunts who's a retired cop, and she, you know, I tell her I've been putting in for these these luxury apartments, even the ones that these um the ones that are in Midtown, the ones that are in Brooklyn, the mm-hmm. ones that I mean, I'm not going up to the Bronx. I'm not going. I applied for some <laughs> no, of the no, Bronx. I stopped I'm doing sorry, that. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not going to the Bronx. No shade to anybody who lives in the Bronx. No shade to the Bronx. No shade to Queens. No shade to Staten Island. You just far. I, it's it's far but as hell. All of my auditions, everything are in the city. You feel so me? So I just I gotta be close. So 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 what I was saying was <laughs> sometimes guys we just get re- real. I just want to make sure that our Bronx and and Staten Island and Queens listeners know that we love y'all. We ain't even okay. mentioned Staten Island. I mean, yeah, yeah. Staten Island is part of New York, but. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what country dope. is that? I tried it. It's just another state. Mod talk. <laughs> anyway, but, PJ, what you were going to say no, was. So I, I, I asked her because I was like, you know, I've been in my building for going on five years now. And, you know, right now we're having an issue within my building itself, you know, and like an exterminator issue. Um, and lucky enough, it's not affecting my side of the building, but it's still affecting the actual building. So it's affecting the community. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always been one um, coming from the family that I've come from on both sides we're a family of community so i like to know everybody who's actually in my building or like in my area and just talk to them and we were just talking today about something of this nature um and she was like you know something i never want to leave this building um and then go into one of these luxury luxury apartments because i try to stay here with my people but things like this makes us want to leave so i asked my i was talking to my aunt and i was just like i don't know if it's a good idea i'm like yeah, granted it would be great for me to like leave the space because it's a for a one bedroom apartment in Brooklyn I pay really good rent for a space as big as it is and it's not I mean I, you know it's not as modern but it has the space um but she was like you have to look at it on both ends now when you mm-hmm. said that you don't know if you're part of the problem or not what, what happens wait what happens with that is when we move into these places the businesses that are around the the luxury buildings their rent goes up so when their rent goes up then they can no longer afford so a lot of those shops start to close and then more people come in that's how it's like a it's like it's like a catch 22 at, 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 in mm-hmm. some aspect because we can try to sit here and say we don't support it but somebody will and then the moment they do then next thing you know the mom and pop shop who was there who's been there for 25 years can it's no longer offend it because the management company saying you know something since this people since this is here we're gonna put a spa here and now we're gonna you know like like, like that scene in insecure when when Issa was walking through and all of a sudden mm-hmm. it was all these different mm-hmm. all she's like mm-hmm. and what was like what, what did they call that area and she was like don't Baldwin have, Hills. No, when she when was. When they were in Baldwin Hills. No. No. Okay. I remember the the scene that you were talking about. Yeah, she when was she was like, "Ain't hey, no damn!" Like she got like, really <laughs> 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 "Motherfucker!" <Yeah. laughs> but you know, it, I mean, it's, it's 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 a given. It's like a give and take, but it's like really hard, especially when you see it in slow motion, especially from me being from Brooklyn and just going to some of these areas now. Like, there's some areas in Bed Stuy that there's. Why is this here? Like, you got brownstone, brownstone, luxury four. Five story building. Brownstone, let, brownstone. Let me building. also just say that I'm not applying to these housing lotteries because I want to live in a luxury building. Like I'm applying to these housing lotteries because the rent is cheaper. Much cheaper. It's cheaper. Based on your income. Based on your income. And, and, and we're in the perfect opportunity for us to do that. Exactly. Which is the weird part about that. So it's like I mean, the fact that it's a luxury building and you get like all these like amenities and brand new building and that's nice. That's wonderful. It's beautiful, but so I'm, with I'm that trying being to get said, yes, we do benefit from gentrification. We just rather not have it. Or if we do have it, we'd rather it be from our own people. That way it's a revitalization. Right, it's a revitalization. It's a revitalization. <laughs> exactly. Because, um, you know, in order for us to be in those high-rise buildings, we would need those type of buyers to come here to be able to rent it in the first place so that we can have our corner. So it's like, that's why I was just like, you know, yeah, we benefit from it. You know, thank you. And, yeah. it's, and it's a cycle that keeps going on it's not because forty acres in a mule, but from, it's good enough. From what I've been told before, I mean, this is a cycle because this is how 
New York, you, Brooklyn, especially New York itself, used to be very much like this, where people lived in one part, and then all of a sudden they all moved to Long Island, and then now the people in Long Island are moving. Are, back. are moving. This is this is the mm-hmm. part of it. You know That's how there's all these. Th- so it's so it's, yeah. it's just it's just all the people from Long Island are moving back there. So now you yeah. know, on top of having all these issues with the train, so now they're trying to get them out of there to push us back to like Nassau County, Nassau County, exactly. and different areas. You it know just keeps going. I mean, this, this has been going on since the 60s. Since Forever. The, you know, you yeah. know what my dad always used to say about Nork? He was like, all the money in Nork leaves Nork at about 4.30, about 4.30 p.m., Monday through Friday, and it goes up the hill, and it goes somewhere else, and then it come back again the next morning at 7.30 in the morning. But mm-hmm. he always would say, all the money in Nork would leave at 4.30. And now I get it. Because what happened is, when the Nork riots happened was when they all moved out. Mm-hmm. So now the gentrification and the properties have gone down because of what has been done to our people, not because of our people. Um, the properties have gone down. So now they're like, oh, let's go back and buy it all up and get them all out. Mm-hmm. Even though you may not feel I'm getting them all out, that's the result that happens from the action. And then of they put them in back. one specific area. Exactly. And you can't do that. Like, No, no, no. You can't do that. Go ahead. I don't know. He just pointed to you. So oh no! He's, he's been <laughs> no, 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 no. I, w- I was just kind of like. It kind of makes you angry. So it's, it's like. Yeah. So, like we were saying before, like we definitely benefit from gentrification, and I, I don't think that I would. People who have the means to afford what gentrification brings to the area benefits from gentrification. But no, even even like you were saying before, that- like you you are applying because of the lottery because it's cheaper. Right. Even that is a benefit in itself, and you right. don't necessarily have the means. For that, so you you do benefit a lot of things from gentrification. But I think the point, the the, the thing that makes me um, angry is that it, the negatives that are a part of that transform into something else. Like you know, things that are, how do I say, uh, I, I guess racially charged mm-hmm. like i've heard so Very many people so. where people are you know walking through and like oh there's all these white people up in harlem now and they, who did they you know and, and then I, you also have them also walking through walking their dogs saying oh my god all these black people no 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 I, well, I, and that's sure. why they've been called i mean the no cops. it's you know that not Hence any verb while black what no see it's it's i understand exactly where he's coming from with that because it, it's, it's sometimes it doesn't sometimes it doesn't have to be that type of right. response right. from us or even them it's not it's or not, it's, them. It's, it's, it's not a clear translation because the problem is is that gentrification does all these things that are always that tend to be relatively indirect so i want to put my business because there's lower rent here there's there's lower uh, tax here so i'm going to put it here so that my business can flourish and grow without the repercussions of like oh this is what that does to this group of people over here it displaces them over here so now they have nowhere to go and then we we go into this race baiting we're back and forth like uh, stupid white bitch stupid stupid this stupid that you know and that that's one thing that frustrates me because Mm -hmm. instead of just Mm -hmm. coming up and creating a solution like these are the reasons why like going back to your original um your original story where you was talking about you had like this hospital, this building that was not being utilized right. for how many years? For countless years. For countless years. So it, there was the opportunity for someone. I'm not saying that we necessarily had the means to because we know that we are disproportionately at we are at a, at disadvantage, a disadvantage when it comes mm-hmm. to finances. But in that time frame, somebody goes, oh, well, I want to use it for this. And they do this, and then we go, ah, gentrification. Yep. You know, and and I think we need to come out of that. We need to like really sit down and, and say, see, and, 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 and see, and uh, and where I get where she's coming from, because at the same time, where she is coming from, because let's say that that whole situation happened, right, right with with the hospital, um, and instead of an actual buyer that's coming together and now they're in change to this luxury apartment, if the community actually puts money together then we can keep this within the community right. and then we can create it and we can vitalize it we can do it but then when somebody else comes in it's just like it's, it's a snowball effect it goes either one way or the other right. and n- nine times like out of the t- problem was is like that hadn't happened up to mm-hmm. this point i don't know how long that hospital had been closed for but closed for quite some time. you know there it seems like the time 
opportunity was there. Maybe not the 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 financial opportunity from the community was there, but there was plenty of time to and and I don't know, maybe there was some type of initiative from the community to get maybe. together and do something maybe. like with this building but and see, they the couldn't get it to together in the amount of time hmm. or get the approvals <laughs> that they could but, get the bank could whereas like, another buyer could no. kind of come and be like I've got it all right and now cash here in. it is Sure. I mean, and that's and that's also what they're doing to like Brookdale because like, I don't know if you've ever. I mean, been but I think that's a totally different conversation too. It yeah, is. I mean, but I, I, it I, I, also does affect gentrification. It as does. Well, it because does. That building Absolutely. that was left that way, it could have, which doesn't mean it did happen, but it happens in other situations where they're trying to get it and they won't let them get it, and then the person who they think should have it, quote they, they give it to them because banks have that power. Banks mm-hmm. have the right have the the law behind them to say yes or no to whoever they want to. Right. And see, I think, like, if, even turning it into, like, an apartment building, um, I think that that was actually a poor a poor choice because we're already overpopulated enough in New York. Like, yeah. how about we bring it, make it into a school that's what or we make thinking. it into something that actually helps after, the community. Or after school program, get the kids something If it makes you feel any better, it, the, they claim that the building was haunted. Well, then exercise I mean, it. I mean, all. Don't tell me that because I will run all, through there in all a white <laughs> sheet and some cut out hole. Get out or give me some money. <laughs> get out. That's actually not something to joke with. No, I'm just. I mean, but I mean, you exercise. Know, it. You saw Porter guys, right? Exercise. I refuse. <laughs> but yeah, we do. We do benefit from gentrification. But at the same time, like with what you bought up, it's like. The issue, because for when gentrification happens and the black people are like, oh, all these white people, then the white people come in and they're like, oh, all they do is hang out. All this stuff comes from a deep-seated issue that goes back years. Mm-hmm. So in order to really deal with that, we have to deal with the foundation of the issue. And if we never deal with the foundation of the issue, it's going to keep growing branches and leaves and it's going to keep going away from us. And we're never going to get to the and we're never going to get to a, a finality with it. Because it's always going to be a problem. Everybody's going to always have their opinions. And that's the human way. The opinions is a human way. <laughs> but never a solution. We always got opinions. Mm-hmm. Everybody always want to be the boss, you know. Everybody want to be famous. Nobody <laughs> wants to put in the work. Yeah. Oof. Basically. I was just trying to think of like, <laughs> it, I mean, it's a, it's a very um, unfortunate series of events because, uh, yeah, as you can see, there's there's definitely some positives and then there's definitely some great disadvantages um, for it. And um, I think the, the the part that's most heart wrenching to me is just like really, hey, like Mrs. Smith who was there for 30 years is like no she has to get out and where is she going to go and that even is there's the direct there's the issue of direct displacement but then at the same time there's indirect displacement too so say Mrs. Smith who has lived in this building for you know 30 years and she's fortunate enough to have a rent controlled you know unit and so she doesn't have to leave but when she sees the neighborhood that she's loved and been a part of and the culture that she's been immersed in for the last 30 years suddenly change on its head and become something totally different she chooses to leave herself because she's not in an area that she's been familiar with you know so there's there's indirect displacement too and Mm -hmm. then you got the grocery stores the prices get higher the laundromat gets higher things that you're used to I mean to imagine going like living higher. in like this neighborhood that you've lived in for 30 some years and you you've always been able to walk outside your door and go to the grocery store or go to the shop or go to the nail salon mm-hmm. or whatever and now you can't walk out you you walk out your door and you can't afford to do anything mm-hmm. in your neighborhood anymore and especially if you're already on a fixed income Absolutely but well, if we guys. got back a lot what was owed to us, I'm sure we would be able to gentrify some stuff, too. Well, you, you know, my dad told me that his mom, my dad is 80, so his mom would have been like 100 and something. His mom, um, her father, if I'm not mistaken, had some money that when he passed away was going to the family. Mm-hmm. But because back in this time they were black, the government wouldn't allow them to get the money, even though she was a, uh, she was old enough to get the money over 18. So what they did was they appointed a guardian, a white lady, over them to handle the money for them and disperse the money to them. The moment that she told the white lady that she was getting married and that she needed to get a bed, she wanted to buy a bed for her and her husband, the, wo- the woman replied to her and said, 
I can't believe that you actually want me to give you a money for a man to sleep on. This is the last time I'm going to give you money and you're not getting nothing else. Mind you, this is the money that came from their, their family. They kept the land. They kept the money. And guess what? It ain't no law written. It ain't nobody they can go to to get it back because the government appointed them as the guardians. So if we get all that stuff back, I'm sure we'd be able to gentrify some stuff ourselves. <laughs> Just saying. Like, it's not funny, but it's, but, it, but, 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 but it's real. And the reason why I feel so strongly about certain issues is because my dad is 80. So when he tells me stories about his mom, who would have been 100, his grandma would have been like 120, I'm hearing stories that's going way back. You know, you know what I mean? So that's why for me it's still like prevalent and it's so strong because it's like, damn, look at the gentrification. Like when we moved, my dad, when we lived out of Newark, we, he bought the house from the person that was like, um, he was Italian, so the house was like gorgeous, beautiful. And when we moved, my dad purposely sold it to a, back, a black family. Mm. I will not speak on the condition of the house as of today, but I will say that we at least sold it to a black family. I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Why everybody quiet? <laughs> everybody just like, no, what's happening right now is everybody just like, mm. Chew on that. Yeah. I mean, something you just got to let die. Red is literally well. chewing on that, so. <laughs> wow, guys. Another, well, you know, this is another conversation that needs to be had. And what we do here at Highly Melanated is we don't just go with the popular conversations. We go with the conversations that affect our community and things that we know that we all feel deeply like important like we we feel like in our soul that is something that just should be discussed on a regular basis um but what we're gonna do right now is go around for our dessert and we are gonna just give our little final thought and yeah red what is your final thought I'm gonna like. <laughs> I wouldn't even look at you when I show you it. my blood clot. Oh, oh no! my god! Don't do that. I just want to heal it. <laughs> With what? I'll figure it out. You don't know me. I'm that kind of person. I want to heal everybody. I could just issues. see like you. She's like putting like a quartz stone on it. It'll work. Just crushing it and, up. And 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 it suck it all out. Right. Um. My final thought. Um. My main thing is don't 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 hate people. Hate hate the issues. I, I I really feel so strongly about that. Like people are so much are so big into like, well, it's them, it's they, it's the, you know. Stop. Just figure out what the issue is, and um, I'm actually gonna do my part, and I'm I'm gonna actually research gentrification a little bit more, um, and see what can be done, and maybe I'll be able to bring that on, onto like next episode because I, I think it's so important for us to understand, um, for us to have the education there to be able to combat the negatives of revitalizing, gentrifying a neighborhood. Come on, first homework of the of the series. All I right. Know. Proud of myself. Yushi? <laughs> My final thought is, can we all just get along? When y'all buy up stuff, just 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 rent to us and stop trying to charge us all high. Just give us a break, man. Okay, Blair. You know, I've said before that you don't have to have all of the answers to be part of the conversation. And coming into this conversation, I obviously had to do my research so that I could feel like I understood the history a little bit behind what we're talking about. So I agree with... Um, Red's final thought and that I do want to do more research on gentrification and what we can do to to be a part of the solution and not part of the problem. And I also, Red, agree with with your sentiments and this isn't a a they issue. This isn't a don't hate them kind of issue. I think that while the negative effects of gentrification are painful and devastating i think that more time should be spent on trying to find a solution than being upset with the problem so what i i to to tie into all of that what um you two were saying as far as finding solution um i mentioned this earlier get involved get involved with your community don't just speak 
you know, talk a good game and talk this day, them, this, that, whatever, him. Feel how you feel about it, fine. Um, that's we are we are ish we are owed to have these types of feelings. Um, however, the, when you only when you only think about a about a problem and just the problem, you'll never come up with a solution. So if you find out who your councilman, if you find out who your district, where district you're in, when they're having these town hall meetings, attend them. Bring your friends with them, which with you, you know, make this a community service type of thing. Make this a, an outing. Like whenever you guys go out, you know, do something serious for the community for yourself. And you, you, I'm telling you right now, like even if you feel like your voice is getting heard, at least you're aware of what's going on when it's going on, because it, they're, they actually have these meetings for a reason. Just, people just don't show up. So pay attention to what's going on around you guys and take action. Be a part of it. But you, I know I'm going to ask you guys a question. So you were guys saying that we got to look for a solution. Who needs to look for a solution? Identifiers or the, or the ones being everybody. identified on? Everybody. everybody. I think everybody so the needs ones to being understand. On, how can we look for a solution when the gentrifiers have already got the money and they bought the place? Like Sometimes it's not just about money. I think it's the educational money. thing, too. I, I, you have to know. I just don't understand you, how the gentrifiers. I just think, well, here's what I, here's what, here's a solution that I would think what that they, the I would, wait, but listen to what I'm saying. So I think that a good solution, this is, I mean, this may never happen, but in, in order for a person, the gentrifier, to come into someone's community, they really need to get on board. The community itself prior to it, the yes, you can, needs to get involved and needs to be let aware. So then this has to be presented at these town hall meetings. This is what we plan on doing, and we need a, we need a vote of the community. And if the community votes yes, then it happens. If the community votes no, then I'm so sorry, boo-boo, you have to move on somewhere else, or you have to come up with it. I mean, these are just like little... And that's sl- when the politics come in, because I mean, right. that's I mean, that's... That's 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 the point I mean, of getting that's involved. The way things should go. I mean, that's the reason why we have this word called community. That's Wakanda. not the way it goes. Unfortunately, <sighs> yeah. I mean, it, that would be nice. Well, I mean, this this is America, y'all. This is America. On on that note, guys. <laughs> on that note, guys, we like to thank you for taking the time out to listen to this episode. Um, if again, if this is your first time, please click sub- subscribe. Rate us five stars. Like, like, like comment, top five, top share. Five, top, five. top five, top five. You know, Damn. tell a friend. You know, Damn. we're 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 trying to do this for you guys because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, please uh, follow us on Twitter uh, at h underscore melanated pod at Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at highly melanated podcast on Instagram. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you may send us an email at highlymelanatedpodcast at gmail.com. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Just, you know, reach up. We don't bite. Don't be scared. Well, if I'm sober. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) right. Um, I'm always sober. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) What I love about Blair is that even though she doesn't drink, you would never know because she's like, she's turned up all the time. All the way turned up. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank and you. Thank peace, you. Love you. Love. Love. And, and 